Broadcasting around the world on the World Wide Web. Yeah. Broadcasting live from the Joseph Network Studios in downtown Medina, Tennessee. It's that time of week again. It's time for the Josie Show. Bringing you the most exciting music news and guests from around the world. Right here on the Josie Show. Please make welcome. Beautiful, talented, the lovely, America's radio sweetheart, Mrs. Josie Asentino Moon. Hey, everyone. Happy Thursday. We have a great show for all of you. We have three incredible guests, each with some songs. So we are going to have a good old Thursday night. Am I right? Uh, am I right or am I right? So my <laughs> producer does scream, so I think that means I'm right. Uh, but we're really excited because we have a live interview. Typically, we do our do them pre-recorded as of late, but sometimes we like to go a little sideways and bring in the excitement and do a live. So uh, I'm very excited because our first guest is Josh Corson. So we have three great guests today. I, I want to mention Josh Corson, Josh Stevens, and Rhonda Towns. So those are our three incredible guests today. I'm so excited. But first up, Josh Corson. Hello, Josh. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. Oh, I'm so excited to have you on the show. Thank you for joining me. Not a problem. Thank you for having me. Anytime. So I've been looking forward to chatting with you because you have a couple new projects that we're going to talk about. So let's first go back a little bit. I'd love to know how music all started for you. When did you find this passion? For music. Uh, actually, I found this at a pretty young age. So mm-hmm. I started around 13. I'm 22 now. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing this for about nine or 10 years. Um, interesting story. I actually started in my sister's band. Really? Uh, wow. Yeah, absolutely. They told me, you know, pick up a guitar and you can join the band. And I guess they didn't think I was going to take it seriously. I just picked it up, started playing, and it's, it's just been going from there. You took it really, really serious. I love it. Can you play <laughs> the band if you play guitar? All righty. <laughs> did you self-teach yourself, or did you – how did you learn? <laughs> yeah, I, I can tell you that I got, I got to be around a lot of great musicians. Right. Um, but uh, early on, yeah, I mean it was just a lot of YouTube and uh, hard work. <laughs> right, YouTube – for all blisters for sure. You can't forget those. <laughs> that means that you really did your thing. And who are some of the musical artists that you looked up to and still do today? Uh, I mean so many, especially in the 90s and early 2000s, there was so many, so many music inspirations. Uh, I definitely look up to people maybe like uh, Maroon 5. Interestingly mm-hmm. enough, that was the first song I learned was Payphone um, wow, really? by them. Uh, yeah, and uh, some of the more recent artists like Luke Combs, uh, I mean Luke Bryan, just some of the people who can who can sing very well, write very well, and just yeah. seem like super humble people. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. always a big fan of that. Oh, for sure. For sure. And now let's talk a little bit about your music because you have a great new song called Monopoly. Can you tell us a little bit about this song? What is Monopoly all about for you? Yeah, so uh, the, the goal of this whole thing uh, in every one of these songs is really to tell the human condition. Uh, it's, it's really to create a, a relatable story that people can really relate to and connect with. Uh, so same kind of deal here. Um, you know, it's, it's a song that is describing somebody playing love like a game. Right. Um, you know, you, you kind of go through, you know, this person is, you know, they're holding the dice and they are, 
they're doing all these things. But the person telling the story, I guess, uh, me in this perspective, uh, is basically telling them, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to keep doing this. Uh, I'm, I'm quitting your game. I'm, I'm backing out. I'm, I'm done with this. Uh, you know, you playing love like Monopoly. Right. That's a great concept, really. Is I love the cover <laughs> art too. It's like a woman with a dice, dice in her hands. I mean, when you really see that, it really shows what is in store for this song. And it's such a great song. You really do put the message out there, and that's available now, right? Everywhere. Absolutely, every major platform. And I'll give huge props to. Uh, I write with a guy named Jason Hamer. Um, huge props. I mean, mm-hmm. this guy's absolutely clever. He really pushes us to uh, make it a little bit edgier. And I think that one, that that definitely hit that standard for us. Yeah, Jason Hammer is so clever, isn't he? I mean, he's an incredible yeah. songwriter. How did y'all meet? Uh, you know, ironically, we met through my sister. Um, <laughs> That's amazing. She, she was doing some stuff with him before, and um, mm-hmm. he reached out about a song. And honestly, it's just kind of grown from there. I mean, I, I love the dude. Get to work with him all the time, mm-hmm. and uh, it's awesome. It, it's very fun. Yes. And another song that I want to talk about, which was released not, not too long ago, titled Here for the Beer. Can you tell us a little <laughs> bit about this one? This is a fun one. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I mean, again, it's that human condition, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I can tell you that I've had a lot of people um, that it's, it's always fun getting to go to shows, and you know, people are like, you know, I'm, I'm here to see you, and I'm just like, yeah, you see, so came here for the beer. Um, I don't know. It, it's a lot funnier in hindsight, I guess, uh, when people actually get it, right? But okay. oh, I, um, I mean, you know, similar concept. I don't. Um, this guy's going into a club, and he's just. He's trying to get away from his problem, which mm-hmm. I guess in this problem is a girl. You know, you got a good country song. It's got to be about heartbreak. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's trying to get away from her. He's trying to get away from his problems. And every time he goes there, he just came there for the beer. But somehow she keeps getting brought up. Right, right. I love What I love about you is you record songs that are so realistic to what is happening today in today's world you know it's not something you know rainbow and roses and stuff you know you really put out actual you know meanings and stories behind what well, you are you. performing yes you're welcome which we need more of today we really do and so we do have a couple of these songs here with us we have monopoly and here for the beer so we'll play these after your interview so stay tuned y'all you know you want to hear them uh but i wanted to ask is there any thoughts for maybe a music video for either of these songs would that be something you were interested in uh i could tell you a music video for monopoly is, mm-hmm. is definitely an interest on my end yes. um i i'm currently kind of looking into some of that I can tell you that I just feel like it's a very cool story. Uh, some of the some of the effects and stuff I could see in my head would mm-hmm. absolutely be killer. Yeah. Um, so, and I mean, honestly, I think either one would, would tell a very cool story and have a very cool vibe to it. I think so, too. And you can be as creative as you want. I mean, that's what that's what the coolest oh, yeah. thing is, is. You could be as creative as you want, put whatever you want in your video. And I'm sure I actually think Monopoly would be a great concept for a music video. <laughs> it really Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It tells, it tells such a cool story. It really does. It really does. So hopefully, hopefully we would love that. Um, and, how, you know, I have to talk a little bit because I know during the pandemic, COVID, we kind of, you know, artists have been, you know, stop, you know, the, the live shows have stopped, you know, a lot of um, venues have been closed, but now things look like they're going brighter. Things are opening up, shows are coming back. So are you excited to be out playing again as things begin to open up? Is that something that you're looking forward to? And do you have anything in the books as of right now? Yes. Uh, so I can tell you that I am absolutely excited. Um, yeah. You know, I was playing a lot of acoustic gigs uh, near the last part of the, the pandemic and the mm-hmm. shutdown and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but you know, acoustic for me, and I love interacting with the crowd. I love playing acoustics. It gives me an opportunity to play a lot more original, but right. you know, there is just a different, uh, a vibe, a different experience with the band that you just don't get out of an acoustic. Um, mm-hmm. so definitely excited to be back into it full on, uh, entertaining people. I love it. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. So a couple of upcoming shows I actually have, I got one next, uh, just coming up Saturday at Sean O'Brien's out in Jackson, Georgia. And I got a few more that are up in Gainesville. One of them's actually a, um, a block party in Gainesville. And then the other one's, I think, the Bear Creek Marina. So uh, just getting all over, trying to get back out there. Got a lot of gigs in Georgia right now. <laughs> yes, those are like some fun gigs too. <laughs> Absolutely. I love it. I love it. Well, if anybody is down there in Georgia or want to make a trip out of it, definitely it's worth it. Josh Corson, make sure you check him out uh and and enjoy enjoy a show and i have to ask what are you working on next is there anything you can tell us that you're working on maybe some songwriting or maybe an album in the works what is what's been happening with you as of late (laughs) well i can tell you that uh i've been doing a lot of songwriting with hammer uh we've actually been doing songwriting with other artists as well um i'm definitely wanting to get another song done in the next uh, few months um, I'm really trying to focus in on Monopoly, but I would definitely, I definitely see an EP somewhere in the next uh, six month period potentially. For sure, you have to let us know. We'd love to have you back on. We'll promote it like mad. Absolutely. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Looking forward to that. We we love seeing what you are up to, and we'd love to catch up with you once new music comes out. And I want people to be able to catch up with you and connect with you. So can you please give out your website, your social networking site, so people can find you. Absolutely. And I try to keep it as consistent as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Facebook and Instagram are just at Josh Corson Music. Mm-hmm. Um, Twitter is just at Josh Corson MUS1. Uh, and my website is www.joshcorsonofficial.com. Easy. Check them out, y'all. Do it. I promise you, you will not regret it. And also, all the music is available everywhere stream digitally all the outlets so wherever you need to find wherever you want to find music josh Corson, i bet she is on it <laughs> you're on all the outlets so please make sure you check it all out and i have a fun question for you are you ready a couple fun questions <laughs> am i ready yes absolutely let's go for it cool cool <laughs> okay a couple fun ones so the first one have you ever had any embarrassing onstage moments that you could recall something that didn't go right live and in person uh so besides just the playing right i mean this is i i I can describe a myriad of times i've (laughs) I've, uh, missed licks or just something really embarrassing um it happens uh honestly i haven't had one yet i don't want to jinx myself yeah for sure um because i i know that next show i'll end up falling on stage or something and busting my busting my face no Uh, no no no, it's not not. i'm not no 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 Yes. No, no, no. Not going to happen. Not going to happen for sure. I promise you not going to happen. I love it. Well, you know, another fun question that I have for you, is there an artist out there that you would love to collab with or maybe do a duet with that you have not had the opportunity yet? Mm. Any genre? Dang. Uh, So, yeah, Mm. I'm actually a huge fan of uh, Chris Daltrey. Um, Mm -hmm. That might be a really cool thing. And, uh, you know, I just love his music. I love his style of uh, singing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, really, there's a, there's a ton of musicians, and you know, I, I'd be grateful for anybody who would uh, who do want to like do a duet or something like that with me at that level. But mm-hmm. you know, uh, Bon Jovi or something, that'd be awesome. All fun ones, <laughs> kick butt ones <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I could see it happening, and I'm excited to see what is next for you. Please keep in touch. We'd love to have you back on anytime. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Thank you, Josh Corson, everyone. Please make sure you check him out. Thank you. <laughs> Not a problem. Thank y'all. Thank you. Bye bye. 
I love it. We do have a couple songs from Josh here, so we are not done. So here is, all right, let's see. The first one we're going to play from Josh Corson is his new single, Monopoly. So stay tuned. We'll play that right now. We'll be right back.
we're back. Now, the next song we're going to play by Josh Corson is Here for the Beer. We'll be right back. We have an interview with Josh Stevens coming up. We go out for drinks, then somebody has to speak your name in that place where we used to go and make all our memories. Down a couple shots and try to guest is Josh Stevens. Hello, Josh. Hi, how's it going? Oh, it's going great. Thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Anytime. So I'd love to go back a little bit, rewind a bit. Can you tell us how and when making music all started for you? Yeah, really. I've been doing music for a really long time, just ever since I started back in middle school, kind of playing at the praise band at my church um, Mm -hmm. and school. And just eventually from there, just started, you know, playing in church every Sunday. And then throughout high school, just kind of gigging around my hometown back in Lakeland, Florida. 
And then eventually I went to Belmont University and I actually just graduated from there and then just playing around Nashville the last couple of years. And so it's really just become a full-time thing for me right now, which I, I love doing. I'm very grateful for it. Yes. Oh, and you do it so well. I could tell the passion just by how you speak about it. Uh, I could tell the passion that you have for music. And how did you, you know, who did you really love listening to growing up? Who was kind of an inspiration for you musically? Oh, man, there's a lot of a lot of the people that I really grew up listening to, especially throughout high school, when I really started to take music a little bit more seriously. Definitely back in high school, like Ed Sheeran was a big one for me. I just mm-hmm. I love his style. Um, recently, you know, the last few years, I've really been more in a similar style, you know, Sean Mendez, people like that. Charlie Puth, I love just like that pop you know, somewhat acoustic based pop, but it has like a big production around it. I just love them. I think they have all, I think they all have great voices. Yeah. Um, the weekend, he's another one of my favorites. He's more of that, like that R and B edge to it. Mm-hmm. I think, I think all those guys just have so much, you know, soul to it as well. And, um, there's, there's a lot more Bruno Mars, Ariana Grande. There's just so many. There's so many. And you've pretty much mentioned all of the greats, all of the good ones that we <laughs> talk about, uh, in the pop world and your debut single titled who taught you is available now on all digital platforms, right? Can you tell us a little bit about this song? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. My, my new single who taught you is out everywhere now, any streaming platform, wherever you listen to music on. And yeah, really, I just, you know, I just wanted to, put out a track you know that was really fun upbeat you know something that people could dance to you know especially with everything going on in the world right now you know it's it's a pretty you know just uplifting and fun you know just something where people can kind of just you know really just lose themselves for a while I love that kind of music anyways but you know I think it's great because it's just something that you know hopefully when you know everything is, seems like starting to open up again you know we can kind of go back out and dance to it and things like that music like that again where you can just kind of you know, just just enjoy yourself. You know, there's so much stress and yeah. so much, you know, craziness going on in the world where I just feel like it's a really good time to put out music that's just, you know, uplifting and, Feels you know, good. something that makes you forget mm-hmm. about, mm-hmm. you know, all, all the crazy stuff going on in the world right now, really. Right. And do you have any plans for maybe a music video in the future, perhaps? Yeah. So we actually just uh, shot the music video for it and it will be coming wow. out. Um, towards the end of the month, and I'm super excited. I've, this is my first music video shoot that I did back in Nashville, and uh, I think it went great. I'm super excited to release it. Like I said, I've never done that before, so I was very nervous, <laughs> but uh, I, I think it's, you know, I'm hoping it's going to come out great, and yeah, I'm really excited for everybody to see it. Yes, and while filming the music video, were you able to be as creative as, as you could? Were you able to put in some input? How did that process uh, yeah, what? for sure. The the team of people that I work with, they're very like open minded and they're very, you know, mm-hmm. they weren't authoritarian about it at all. They were just, you know, they're very, you know, very much wanting to hear my opinion on things, which I really appreciate, you know, um, and just the PR team that I work with and the production team I work with. They're just all very, you know, uh, in- inclusive, I guess is probably the best word for it. Yeah. And so, you know, I told them, you know, it's my first time I've done this. So I want to get, you know, y'all's guidance on this. But Overall, they were very, you know, open-minded to hear what I had to say as well, which is which is really cool. Yes, and do you do a little bit of writing as well? What's your writing process when you're in the zone? How, what gets you in the zone? Yeah, for sure. I definitely do do a lot of writing. Um, that's kind of how I started out, actually. Mm-hmm. And that was actually uh, my major at Belmont University. was a really strange major, but my major was in songwriting, actually. Awesome. And, um, yeah, my it's kind of hard, you know, when people ask about the process of writing because I think – it can just happen in so many different ways. You know, I think the best form of it is, you know, obviously when you're just feeling super inspired, but you know, the hard part about it, writing 
for a career is that, you know, that's not always the case. And so learning how to just kind of get yourself to that place of being inspired and to kind of power through it, even when you're not, you know, and make it more of a discipline. I think that that's really the skill that, you know, Belmont University kind of helped me to cultivate, you know, because any, anybody can write, you know, when you're feeling, you know, divinely inspired, yeah. you know, whatever you want to call it, you know, and that that's a great feeling, you know, but that's not necessarily always the case, you know, and so just, just learning how to really, you know, kind of how to put yourself in that state where those things kind of flow easily. Yes. Oh, thank goodness for schools like Belmont out there, like to focus on music and learn kind of the inside outs of music, you know, songwriting and, and also the business aspect of it. I mean, yeah, that's so yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Belmont's great. Yeah, and that was the other aspect of Belmont that was wonderful. They really teach you, you know, the business side of it yeah. too, you know, so you can, you don't get taken advantage of, which is just so important. Oh, so important. <laughs> it really, really is. And do you have any live or online performances scheduled where our listeners may be able to catch a show and find you? Um, so I don't have any live performances mm-hmm. scheduled yet. I'm in the process of booking several. Right. And so I'm hoping that in the near future, you know, especially – you know, once everything is kind of back to normal in the near future, I'll be able to do that. And it looks like I'll have hopefully several planned out for when that happens. So definitely I'm going to have some soon. I don't have any books yet. We're in the process of doing that. But, you know, as far as live streaming and things like that goes, I'll kind of hop on just, you know, at random times and do that. You know, I let my, you know, people that follow me know when I'm going to do that ahead of time. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I, I can't wait to, you know, get back out and actually start to performing again. You know, it's been you know, a while due to COVID and everything, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm, I can't, I'm super excited to get back out and doing that. So exciting. Yes. I mean, every artist that I've talked to are like, I miss performing. I miss being in front of an audience. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's crazy. Yeah. It's like, that's, that's, that's what we do. That's the whole point, you yeah. know, and you know, you write music so you can go do that. And then that aspect was taken away. And so I think that was a big, you know, a lot of my artist friends agree that that was a struggle throughout COVID to learn how to, you know, stay inspired and to write, while, you know, even though you can't go out and perform those songs, but to keep, you know, working, even though when it feels like it's for nothing, you, you just got to keep reminding yourself you know, that this, you know, that this will eventually pass, too, you know, and that eventually we'll be out and able to do that again. Absolutely. And for those who want to keep in touch with you, you have your website, right? JoshStevensMusic.com. So everyone can check yes. that out. And then, yeah, for sure. And then my Instagram is the same thing, JoshStevensMusic. Only weird part about my name is Steven is spelled with a PH. It's not my fault. Blame my parents <laughs> for that. Everybody always, everybody always spells it with a V or says Stephens, but it's, right. yeah, it's just Josh Stevens music with a PH. And yeah, um, if you want to follow me in there, that'd be great. I have, you know, a bunch of new music coming out soon. I have a new single coming out here in a little bit and probably in a couple months. So I'm super excited for that as well. Oh, so exciting. So exciting. And I have to ask you, you know, making music, you know, I know there's so much go- that goes into it, you know, of course, with the writing and then, of course, going into the <laughs> studio. What is that feeling like? What was that feeling like for you getting into the studio for the very first time and hearing one of your projects back for the very first time? It was pretty wild. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that one of the first times I, you know, really got into a really nice studio was here when I came to Nashville freshman year. And my friend just, you know, hit me up to do a cover of Sting as a Chainsmokers song. And I had never been in, you know, a studio like that. And it was just, you know, I, I was just trying to, you know, play it cool and be like, oh, you know, okay, this is all right. But in, inside I was freaking out, you know, it's just, it's, it's so cool to just like actually see that, you know, especially when, you know, you grow up and you like see like, you're like idols doing stuff like that. And you see videos of them. It's like, oh man, you know, I would love to be able to do mm-hmm. that. And when you actually, you know, are able to, you know, go into those same spaces 
it's pretty cool, you know, especially when you've recorded it and, you know, been to places where a lot of your, like, you know, your heroes, like your music idols, you know, have actually recorded. It's a, it's a pretty, like, surreal feeling, really. It's insane. That's amazing. I love that. And I hope everyone goes and checks out the debut single titled Who Taught You? And it's available now on all digital platforms now. So go and check it out. Share with your friends. <laughs> yes. Thank you. You're welcome. And, of course, give give a um, check out to the website, the one-stop shop, joshstevensmusic.com. Josh and I want to thank you so much, Josh, for joining me. And please come back on again, okay? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on. Anytime. We'd love to have you back. Josh Stevens, everybody. <laughs> Woo! Thank Woo! you. Thank you. Here is the debut single, Who Taught You? by Josh Stevens. We'll be right back in just a moment with our guest, Rhonda Towns. <laughs> interview with Rhonda Towns. I have a funny little technical story. So we were having a really bad storm when we were pre-recording this and we were in the middle of, you know, recording this like a typical day, you know, um, had a great conversation in the middle of it, literally lights just shut off, computer shut off, all of our 
<laughs> all of the electricity goes out due to this huge storm, right? I, I, I'm, I was, I was like, I mean, thankfully, thankfully Rhonda town, she was so sweet. She, she, you know, gave us a minute to restore the computer and all that. Once our, once our electricity came back, but um, yeah, so she was, she was very, she was very gracious and uh, was, was wonderful while we were dealing with um, a really crazy, crazy time, but you won't even know because we have some pro editing skills up in here. So you wouldn't even know, but uh, I want to let y'all know that funny story because we were in the middle of a good conversation. You know those conversations where you were getting, you were on a roll, you were like in it, right? You're it's just, you know, the conversation was flowing, and then that's it. <laughs> Nothing. Um, but it was a great interview, and you wouldn't even know that little tidbit. So here is my great interview with Rhonda Towns. Please welcome to the Josie Show my guest Rhonda Towns. Hi. Hey, Josie, how are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? I'm doing good. I just want to say thank you for having me today on your show. I really appreciate it, and thank you for um, spreading the word about walking in your wonderful light. (laughs) Ah, yes, of course. Well, we are so thrilled to have you here and to talk about your debut single, Walking in Your Wonderful Light. Can you tell us a little bit about this song? Oh, my gosh. Uh, The writer is Teddy Hayes, and uh, he actually wrote this song 39 years ago. And uh, the little story behind the song is is I asked him the other day, I was like, Teddy, when and why and how did you write this song? He says, Rhonda, he says, I was broke. I had $2 in my pocket. I was in New York, Mm -hmm. and I was sad, and I was walking. And Mm -hmm. he said it was a gloomy day. And back then, 39 years ago, there weren't any cell phones. And this song just just come downloading into his spirit. And he was like, I can't lose this song. He didn't have a pen or a piece of paper in his pocket. So what he did was is he actually called his uh, his house. And back then it was just answering machines. And so he sang the song into his answering machine. Wow. And so I told him, I was like, Teddy, you wrote this song for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was and I was given this song from him uh, from Mike Abbott. Uh, Mike Abbott was an industry um, uh, a leader in, in in the music industry, and that's how I how I got the song. And I actually recorded the song back in 2012, mm-hmm. and um, it was produced by Billy Sherrill. I uh, helped. Uh, Billy produced the song, and then I came back and kind of had to take a little hiatus, mm-hmm. and it was almost like, okay, now it's time for me to get this song out there, and I had no idea that at that time that I was going to, you know, kind of go through a period in my life. I went through a divorce and had to go through that healing, mm-hmm. and I remember one day I listened to the song on the radio back in 2000. It was like 2016, 2017. I actually, well, the CD, I popped it into my car, and then it was like there was a cleansing, and I knew that God had saw me in 2012, uh, he saw Teddy 39 years ago, and then me at that moment, uh, and it was like, okay, this is the song that I need to release uh, first uh, since I had released all my other material, mm-hmm. and um, it's a re- it's my resurrection back to me uh, back to me singing again. It really, honestly, and truly is, Joseph. Yes, and honestly, I can't see anyone else doing this song. I mean, it's your song. <laughs> like you you sing it to perfection. Yeah. It's so beautiful. Yeah. You bring life yeah. to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I had no, I had no idea when I recorded it. Like I said, I had no idea in 2012 when I recorded it that I was going to go through uh, kind of like a dark time in my life. 
and then but at the same time uh it was the process and the plan of our heavenly father that I had to go through. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, here I am. And then I went back to Nashville back in, well, actually last year, I went back to Nashville in August with the pandemic and everything. And it was just mm-hmm. something there that I needed to add to it. And we brought in Jim Moose Brown, uh, which Jim is an amazing, um, keyboard player. He plays a lot on the Jimmy Buffett uh, material. Yes. And we were uh, putting strings on another song. And then he came out of the uh, the booth and he said, well, you got another one? And I was in my mind, I was like, walking in your wonderful light, walking in your wonderful mm-hmm. light. And I was like, well, can you just kind of just make it to where it really kind of tells the story? It's beautiful already, but I need the strings to like take people on a journey with the lyrics and the words and my voice of this song. Mm-hmm. And when he laid those strings on there, I was like, oh, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the magic. <laughs> That's it. I'm telling uh-huh. you, the uh-huh. strings, the strings just add like a whole other element. To yes. It. Yes. It really yes. And it helps you that you have Jim Moose Brown playing right. for you. So that's a good thing. <laughs> right. You, you had the dream team. I mean, you can't go wrong with him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that works. Mm-hmm. And this, Absolutely. Yes. And this song is now available on all digital platforms. Is that correct? I mean, it's everywhere. Absolutely. Uh, it's on Spotify. It's on iTunes, Apple Play. It's on, um, oh my gosh, uh, you have to tell Pandora. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's available on everything. And I, I have to be honest with you, Josie. I've been away for about eight years and coming back and I'm kind of getting adjusted to all of the new technology. Uh, but I'm, I'm, do, I'm learning very fast. So let me just say that. So, but it is available on Spotify. It actually, because the song released on April the 30th and it debuted in Top Artist this month on Spotify, New Music Friday Christian Playlist. Wow. So that's good. That's really good. Congratulations. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Really good. So I'm happy. I am happy. Absolutely. And tell me a little bit about what it's like being, you know, a woman trying to break into country music. I mean, did you face any challenges that you would, that you, you know, as you mentioned, I mean, the technology is definitely different for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, I started coming to Nashville back in 1994 after I debuted uh, on Ed McMahon's Star Search. Right. And uh, so, I, I mean, it was a long time ago. So uh, a lot of people don't know that about me. It's not my first rodeo, as people will say. Yeah, <laughs> you've, been, so, you, you, you've uh, been here before. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I worked with Harold Shedd. We all know Harold. He was the first mm-hmm. producer for a- Alabama. He signed mm-hmm. Shania, Toby, Billy Ray Cyrus. Mm-hmm. I was fortunate enough to work with Nora Wilson when I first uh, started coming to Nashville after Star Search. And it was uh, at the time uh, when I started going to Nashville, Uh, One of my friends, Shannon Finnegan, she worked for Buddy Cannon over at Mercury Records. I sent a little demo into him. And Shannon's like, you know, Rhonda, uh, you need a demo. And she referred me over to Noro and an attorney. And my husband at the time, we flew out from Arizona. Mm -hmm. And I had a karaoke box in my suitcase. And Noro came out, and he was all excited about meeting me. And he's like, well, you need to go back to Arizona. Uh-huh. And you need to make me a demo. And then uh, my my husband at the time, he looked at him and he says, wait a minute. We flew out here from Arizona. She's got a karaoke box in the suitcase. She's going to sing for you right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually performed a picture of me without you that Noro uh, produced for Lori Morgan. And uh-huh. right there on the spot, he's like, we're going to do this. And that's how we got Slow Rain, the Dobie Gray song. Yeah. 
uh, Plenty More Love, which is the name of my uh, radio uh, talk show that I launched. Um, mm-hmm. I've heard the wind blow and uh, another song there that Noro produced uh, for me. So uh, go on with yourself. So it's, 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 it's a true story of uh, humbleness and uh, just the things that how Nashville was back back then you could like literally walk in a major producer's office like that pull a karaoke box out of your suitcase and <laughs> sing for him <laughs> that is <laughs> amazing says, i'll produce you that is the <laughs> best he was a good guy yes. yeah yeah we lost him back in 2017 Aww. but uh bless his soul oh, yeah. um he was like a dad to me he really honestly and truly was he was an awesome awesome man what a blessing oh my goodness yeah that's incredible yeah incredible though mm-hmm. what a story what a story to be able to yeah. have right yeah hey. i got a lot of them <laughs> yeah i'm sure i was gonna say i'm sure you did you need to write a book uh, after this is what i'm thinking yeah we are we are we are working on that so you, you, you heard it first we are working on a book right now uh my journeys uh back and forth uh, to nashville we are working on it for oh. sure Oh, I can't wait. Well, that's exciting. Thank you for the exclusive. We got the exclusive, y'all. Yes, you did. (laughs) That's very exciting. Well, I can't wait to check that out. I'll definitely be getting that book because the stories stories that uh, I'm sure that you have are just very, very interesting. So I'm I'm excited for that. But I also seen that you run your own independent label. Can you tell us a little bit about that and what made you decide to start it? Was that something you've always been interested in? Well, uh, you know, I was explaining to you earlier that I uh, actually – uh, started uh, going to Nashville uh, back in 1994 after Star Search and uh, met Nora Wilson. And Nora actually showcased me back in 96. And we had all of the major label uh, heads there. Uh, the showcase was amazing. And standing ovation came back out. And the one thing that Noro said to the industry heads where he says, you know, I've worked with this young lady and I really want you guys to roll the dice with her. Take a chance. We did it with Charlie Pride. Let's do it with, with, with Rhonda. Yeah. And um, it was almost like he really he put himself out there uh, for me and he really believed in me. And the showcase was amazing. And I actually brought my mom with me and, uh, you know, a lot of the industry people got an opportunity to meet her mm-hmm. uh, back then. But it was almost like I was way before my time, Josie. (laughs) It's like I had to, it was almost like, you know, I can look at the artists that have come out now. It's like I paved the way. So I'm I'm like the pioneer that you use yourself as a guinea pig. And then everybody is kind of like, okay, now Rhonda is there, but we could not get a major label to pick me up. So uh, I was like, okay. And I know how I was raised. And my mom would always say, if they can do it, you can do it too. And my dad would Mm -hmm. always say, never give up. Mm -hmm. If, uh, you know, just, you know, if you really want to do something, never give up. And when I was getting ready to do this, um, Noro, uh, he had written a quote about me when I released Slow Rain. And the quote was, when we recorded Slow Rain, it was a little out of the box from what we were trying to accomplish, but we did it anyway, said producer Noro Wilson. And like a lot of records, sometimes a little magic kicks the ears. That's what happened here, and we loved it. Even after this bit of time, it still sounds good. Good release, good idea, good job. Rhonda. Rhonda has the look. She's got the communication quality and the more love for the business than anyone I know. And then Noro said this in the quote, she's not going to give up. So Noro knew me. Mm-hmm. And that's why I launched Dawn Records. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> because, you know, you're a female, mm-hmm. let alone a female, but then a black female country music artist. Right. So I used myself as a guinea pig. 
uh, Harold Shedd. I called him up and I was like, Harold, I need a, a radio promoter to promote the song. So I started learning about the business. And um, I hired a company, got together a little budget, and started playing. And I, I actually, when my CD came out, You'll see it when it's out there in the marketplace. There's one CD with my picture on it. So I did the Charlie Pride thing. There's another mm-hmm. picture, a CD with my picture not on the cover. And they started playing I Want to Be Loved by You. And uh, I can remember this so vivid that there was a program director that had started playing I Want to Be Loved by You. And I called him up to thank him. And I said, do you want some pictures? Do you want some CDs? I'll sign the pictures and the CDs. Nice. He said, well, we really don't do anything like that. He said, but if you want to, we do some remotes. And uh, you can send some from, from my remote location. And so I did that. And he was black. And so about five days later, he called me up on my business line here because my launched the the record company right here from my house. Mm-hmm. And he called up and he said, Ron, is this Rhonda Towns? I said, yes, it is. He said, well, this is DC Sky. Rhonda, I had no idea you were a sister. I said, well, I knew you were a brother when I first talked to you. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and he literally started playing me more. He made Aww. it Rhonda Towns Day. He actually uh, was able to, he started praying the Lord's Prayer a cappella on Sunday because that's on it. And he was just became the biggest supporter of my music all around. And uh, so there you have it. That's the okay. reason why I launched Dawn Records because I couldn't at the time get the labels to see, right. you know, uh, what I was trying to do. And it wasn't because of this thing of, you know, okay, I want to sing country music because I'm a black artist, but because I grew up in the church, my dad was a minister, so I was a PK. I grew up with the old Southern hymns right. singing in the church. Uh, you know, Amazing Grace, my dad's favorite song was for me to sing Jesus Loves Me. Oh, yeah. Uh, Never Grow Old. Uh, and it was just a part of my life. And the songs that you hear, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This Dang little it. light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Mm. I mean, those are the songs you know, that I grew up with. And um, country music just fit my voice. And some people say, well, well, how do you sound so country? What I do when I hear a song, mm-hmm. I hear the music. I hear the metal, melody. So my voice adjusts to the melody of, of, of that song. So, um yeah, yeah. It's honestly love to so sing. <laughs> yes, it's honestly, I was like, sing it, girl. Yes. Ooh, I was, I yeah. love that. Yes, you know, I, I think that's yeah. so great that you could also open the door to a lot of other mm-hmm. artists out there who, mm-hmm. unfortunately, mm-hmm. country music still doesn't really see, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, especially mm-hmm. in mainstream radio, um, there's, not mm-hmm. a, there's not a lot of black country singers out there. And it's like, what? Mm-hmm. And, and it's, I know. it's just so crazy to me. But I love that right. you're making the effort to really open those doors for Oh, absolutely. For absolutely. Yeah. And that's what we that's what we have have to do. Like I said, I was I was pretty much I made myself the guinea pig, but right. at the same time there it came a time in my life that I had to kind of step back and deal with the personal things in my life that I was going through. Mm-hmm. But it was always in the back of my mind. I've got to come back to it. I've got to come back to it. And then with my healing, um, it, everything just, just started falling back into place again. So I went back and I called up my publicist. I called up Kat, uh, industry people that uh, know me. They knew me before. I called them up and say, hey, what do I need to do? How can I get back in the studio and, and get this song back up on the board again so we can add the strings 
uh, you know, to this song. And uh, everybody was there for me, everyone. Oh, that is amazing. And I'm sure, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure many people who are listening in on this show have fallen in love with you as much as I have. Uh, so well, I thank hope you. you're thank welcome. You, you're welcome. So I hope everyone checks out Walking in Your Wonderful Light. You have to check it out. It's available everywhere music is sold and streamed. And please also yeah. give us your websites and socials, um, your social networking sites, so everyone can keep up with you and connect and chat with you. I'm on Spotify, everybody, rondatowns.com. Uh, we are just now launching the Rhonda Towns YouTube channel as well. Yes. <laughs> Getting into that. Absolutely. Amazon, Pandora. Please stream this song on Spotify. Stream it. It is making some noise on there for sure. So, uh, yes, please do that. Pass it on. Yes, that's what I was going to say. Like, pass it to your friends, family, cousins, aunts. Yes. (laughs) Just pass it all over. Yes, family. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do it. Oh, thank you so, so much for sharing your stories. I mean, oh, yes. it's, it's a true a story. It's, it's a true story. It's, it's a true incredible. story. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. I mean, it really is. I mean, like I said, I'm excited about that book coming up. I'm going to be the first one to purchase it because I need to know more. You intrigued me. Absolutely. <laughs> thank you. Oh, thank you so much, Rhonda Towns, everyone. Please make sure you check her out everywhere. She is all over the place. So make sure you find her and check out Walking in Your Wonderful Light on Spotify, everywhere. Stream it. Get it. Get it. Get it. Thank you so much, Rhonda. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, so we have this wonderful song with us right now. Here is Walking in Your Wonderful Light by Rhonda Towns. Here we go.
chatting with all three of my guests please make sure you check out josh corson josh stevens and Rhonda towns everywhere their music is available check them out on their websites and social networking sites follow them keep up with them never know what's going to come next and i want to thank you all so much for tuning in again and we really appreciate it we love we love the love (laughs) that we receive from all of you uh whether facebook messages or Twitter messages or a call. We appreciate all of that. So thank you so much. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your night. Good night. The Josie Show is copyrighted property of the Josie Network of Brands. It may not be duplicated, altered, or edited, sold, or aired without written consent from the Josie Show owners. Any copyright infringement of the Josie Show will be subject to legal actions.